We'll start off with uh, fucking making a drink. Yeah. Um, so we're back, guys, right? We're at episode two. Of, yeah, I think what you can. Oh, I thought you were going to make it while we were making the video. I mean, you should introduce a drink. That's what I was going to say. We're having palomas and my brother's making one. But oh, yeah, there you go. That epic would fail now. No, um, man. Um, it's a style. That's true. So yeah, we're having Palomas, right? Um, for those of you guys that don't know, um, some of you guys may know it as Tequila on Squirt. That's what we grew up knowing it as. So um, I didn't know it was a Paloma until like maybe like two years ago, right? Um, I think the only thing I'm missing from it is like La Poronja. Yeah, that's why it kind of had that grapefruit soda, right? The Squirt. Yeah, yes, so. um, but pretty much it's just uh, Tequila. Tequila of choice. I wouldn't recommend going top brand. Just go with a little basic brand. We got Himalor here. It's probably like, what, like 20 bucks? If you're ever going to mix them, never go top brand. Yeah. Um, and then mix it in, I guess, pour the taste, right? Everybody has their own taste, their own taste buds. Um, I usually do like a three-second pour. And then just do the rest with the Squirt. And if you like that, so you like a little bit of heartburn. Now, pouring as much as you want. If you want heartburn, fucking dump your baby girl. Or your baby boy. That'll uh, fucking give you heartburn. Then again, just turn 30 years old and you get heartburn real quick. A la virga. Ya le pega el micrófono, güey. That's a hard word. Um, so I guess we'll start by things, right? Uh, no mames. Yeah, uh, we'll start by saying thanks, you know, for watching us. Um. That is true. Thank you for real. Our, our first episode is probably not the greatest, right? They always say a person is always self, the worst self-critical. Self-critic way. Self-critic. Self-critic than other people would be. Pinche vato, se nota que creciste en pinche Spring Branch, güey. English is my second And my mom always was surprised that I knew English when I went to an all-English school. That is true. Huh? So, Whenever we moved out here, like, <laughs> my mom was surprised that they fucking put you in a... Uh, all English classes, because yeah. come from Spring Branch, we're all in ESL, you know, because yeah. English was our second language. In the whole district, except for real. You Memorial or yeah, you went on the other side of I-10 with all the rich kids. Yeah. yeah. Other than that, for real. <laughs> if you're like on the uh, Memorial City Mall side, yeah, fuck yeah, like all English. If you're on the other side, hell, I don't even know what like. But back in the days, what I remember is we lived I don't know. Yeah, it's still there. If y'all, if y'all yeah, stop by, she, they're still holding down, especially at McDonald's. God, Lord, man, I still remember going as a kid and yep. fucking playing around and shit like that. Well, I think that was the farthest walk we could take without mom and dad. But no, even but then, the, even then, fresh. they took us, you know, it, like. I guess they were like, fuck, these kids are fat. Let them yeah, walk, yeah. you know? Uh, but I guess that's part of the, one of the good things we'll talk about as we go along, right? Talking about our Hell yeah. days, our middle school days, our high school days, and so on. Um, and I guess we'll start off with saying uh, a few shout-outs to a few people, you know, for giving us critique, giving us feedback. Uh, my sister and my brother-in-law, Cindy and Joe, right? Um, yeah, they're family, but... Family is always the harshest when it comes to criticizing people, especially Mexicans, man. They they do not hold back. They, the worst part is they don't even care how old you are. For real, they're like like real fucking blunt 
Like, no filter whatsoever. Especially Joe. Joe, I mean, for those of you that may know Joe, um, if you don't, you'll get to meet him one of these days. For real. And you'll be like, damn, that dude's a dick. But that uh, boy, he, he keeps it real. He'll let you know how it is, when it is. Um, feelings aside, right? You feelings just, you, you have a little hard time understanding his Spanish because his Spanish is more like Puerto Rican, right? Or uh, Yeah. Is it Puerto Rican? English. Uh, his English has a little bit, well, not a little bit, a lot of bit of a slang. Yeah, because he, he grew up, or he, would, he didn't grow up, but he was raised in uh, Virginia. Is that what it is? Uh, yeah, Virginia, New York. So, yeah, that area. Yeah, so his English includes a lot of yo. What's up, yo? Yeah. And then his Spanish like, coño, man. I'm like, what yeah. the fuck? <laughs> I don't understand that shit sometimes, man. It's weird. Um, but they gave us a lot of good feedback. Um, obviously, the, the good one, the best one that I like so far is getting his fucking voice fixed. Yeah, that's, you know, that, was, that was a good one. A Sorry, guys. He's like the ladies' man voice over here. Hey, baby girl, how you doing? Uh, call me Barry White, motherfucker. <laughs> she, you don't know who Barry White is? Go fucking uh, YouTube him right now. Or stay up till about like 1 or 2 in the morning when they have all those uh, infomercials, like old CDs, and you're going to find out who Barry White is. Looking like a big old teddy bear. Hey. That kind of gives you an idea of how old we are, right? Um, We're not that fucking old either. said how old we are, which is probably a good thing. Little by little, you guys will be like, all right, that guy sounds like he's from that era. He's probably around this ballpark. Skeet, how old are you? Uh, How old do you think I am? You're from the 90s. Oh, dude, you just turned 30, huh? Like a a month or so ago? Fuck. I always tell people I'm 30, but I feel like I'm 40, 50. Well, I turned 40 when I had my first kid and then i turned 50 when i had my second one because you lose so much goddamn sleep dude do um, you Fuck. oh man we'll say we'll say parenthood for another day but that one that was definitely a good one I was on Amazon, wey, si uno. hey just don't get that uh prime delivery delayed as much as possible no you're right never mind i'm good mm. speaking of there was that whole controversy with wayfair and child trafficking and whatnot dude you see that dude that was a fucking weird <laughs> Oh, uh, you fucking pedophiles! Like fucking beat your meat or something! Like why do you got to take it all with kids? I don't know, dude. Uh, the world we live in is crazy, right? But or get a hooker. The good thing is that we're here to provide some sanity, hopefully, if not somewhat some of a sanity. Um, and if, above all, maybe some knowledge. You know what? Now that I stop and think about it, we still haven't given the shout out to Joe. Like what? Why we're giving him a shout out? I did. I did said you? Giving us the feedback. Oh. Letting us know how it is. Um, now you are. I don't yeah, think you I did think, it a while I ago. I think he was right, though, right? We were a little bit tight, um, which is given that we weren't raced around cameras. We were always been camera shy people. For real. If you look at all of our childhood pictures, even up to maybe, what, three, four, five years back, straight face, straight mug face. You would think we just killed somebody. Uh, maybe we did. I don't know. Did you? Have you ever? I thought about it. I Have you ever about thought about it? I thought about it. Was it like someone you know, or was it like a coworker, or no, like someone, or maybe like a, a fucking uh, in el pinche tráfico, güey. Traffic, traffic. Que siempre se, se te trabaja un, siente, se te atraviesa un pendejo, and yeah. you're like, fuck, <laughs> like, you, you, no lie, sometimes you just want to get off, fucking kick the door or something. Mm-hmm. Damn, Chasta, why, why, why you gotta ruin the? Everybody fucking... who who doesn't live in Houston will get to know Houston real quick by their traffic. Oh hell yeah. Fuck yeah. Um, but yeah, he gave us really good feedback. You know, I was kind of laid back, have a few drinks before, relax. Mm-hmm. Um, and try to make it entertaining, get you guys to know who we really are, right? Not who we who we want you to think we are. Because at the end of the day, uh, we're trying to keep it real. 
For real, real. You know, set everything aside, embarrassing stories, thoughts. And I think best of all is being able to share our opinions without judging one another. You guys feel free to judge us, but I think that's one thing I still value is being able to have a conversation with somebody. Damn, these fucking dogs, bro, like... Esperaron hasta ahorita para venir a tragar agua y ir a, ir a, la, a la chingada. Niña, cuida a tu papá. Chingada madre, um, pinche gorda. But yeah, being able to have a conversation, sharing your opinion, and respecting the opinion. Hell yeah. People always feel like they have to, you have to get them to agree to your opinion. If you don't agree with them, then you're wrong. And that, I mean, I'm not, like I said, English is my second language, so. Güey, este vaso este parece los del chavo del ocho, güey. Donde se mete el güey. You had him. Los compré en HEV, güey, está chingón, ya ni me acuerdo cuánto costaron, güey. Man, I think it's kind of going with our motto, we found some things at the, at the motherland, right? Literally, the motherland, we're at my mom's house today, so, um, testing lights out, testing sound out. Yeah, we look, we look fucking dark in the other video. Yeah, and actually, you can actually rock your hat this time around, and. You can still see my face. You seem like you're a little bit more comfortable now that you're hiding that hairline, but. Yeah, it's fucked up hairline. Yeah, okay, We're getting older. It is what it is, player. Damn, bro. Why, why you gotta bring me down like that, bro? That's what fans for. Uh -huh. We also had a special or a feedback from somebody else. It's uh, a friend of mine that I've known since uh, middle school. It's actually a pretty cool story. I'm gonna I'm give you a little bit of a history lesson or a little bit of. Uh, yeah. So we had moved over here to uh, fucking get away. We had moved over here to Cypress, not this Cypress, Copperfield, Houston, like the outer limits, and then so we were sewing to go to Watkins, you know, and then by that time, you know, when you're in middle school, you you still kind of want to rock your 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 I guess your outfit from the other school. And so where I was going to school, they had a uniform. And then cuando hacía frío, you had to rock the sweater. So I had the sweater, and the sweater is uh, Psalms, S-O-M-S. And it stood for Spring Oaks middle school. middle school, yeah. So I rocked that over here to my new school, to uh, Watkins Middle School. Now y'all know where I'm at. Watkins Middle School, right? So this girl comes up to me, she's like, oh shit, you're from Spring Branch? First day, right? And I'm like, yeah, that's where I'm from. She's like, oh, shit. You know, I grew up in the area, too. You know, and ever since this grade up until now, which is, fuck. How many years is that? My math is off. Like, 20? 32, like, 12. So, 20 years back. Yeah, 20 years. Por ahí, más o menos, give or take. So, she be she actually gave us great feedback, actually questions that Skeet and I, we can probably answer right now. Um, did we experience any issues at work or through school? Like maybe for school paying, uh, paying for it or did we go prepared and informed? So I guess I'll let you answer that first. So I guess I'll start with the school one, right? And then I'll, I'll both transfer into the professional one. Um, so I guess as far as school goes, funny thing is I'm the youngest of four, all three all went through the application process. Correct. But I don't know if it was a pride thing or a culture thing or me being shy as fuck. I'm going to go with a culture thing. That's how uh, like I never asked for help. I never yeah. asked you guys for help. I never asked, you know, you would have thought that, like, hey, they went through it. Why not actually ask them for help? And pretty much 
Are we talking about like college? Yeah, college like applications. Applications or FAFSA? SATs, all that. Yeah, yeah. You know, taking your SATs. And, you know, we'll actually get to my story about high school transfers to college down the road when we get to that episode. But uh, it'll be a while. Know, I didn't know that. Uh, I didn't know what to ask, how to ask, um, because we weren't raised in that manner to ask for help. No, we were actually raised to kind of like be independent. Right, Did exactly. you ever think about figure it? Like, it you got to figure it out on your own type thing. Unless we wanted to like fucking play or do something like you know, that. Now that I think about it, it's, it's interesting because it was figure it out, but your family's always going to be there first type thing. Yeah, it's, it was yeah, weird. We never ask each other for help, right? And to this day, we rarely do. Um, Hell, we rarely even talk sometimes. But yeah, challenges were just figuring out how money works you know i was in my mind and this is just a summary right it was student loans i was like dude student loans i got a five thousand dollar loan i only need two thousand to pay out my tuition and books that means i got yeah. three thousand in the pocket you know, but like as soon as i got the money that extra money that came into my bank account i was just like i'm gonna go give you an xbox i'm gonna go give you beats and everything else i'm using for drinking money I don't know if you thought about it the same way I did, cause I was like, cause I got loans as well to pay off my fucking uh, my my tuition, but like the way it processed in my mind, I was like, you know what, I'm getting this loan right now, but when I graduate, I'm gonna be making much more, so I'll be able to pay it off like in a year or two. Right. And then you graduate. Actually, when I graduated, dude, it was like that. Uh, it's it's it was a recession going on, and I was like, fuck, uh, 2010. Sí, güey. No, güey. Apenas íbamos saliendo. No, güey. It was 2008. No, güey. Apenas íbamos saliendo. saliendo. And so, so I spent one year working as a, a fucking uh, at a multivitamin uh, <laughs> uh, factory or warehouse. There you go, warehouse. Uh, and then yeah berries and uh it was called a mary sciences and then the other year i spent it working with my brother my older brother christian installing appliances yeah and then finally i got a breakthrough from one of the teachers i worked with she hooked me up with a job as a teacher and eight years later or actually nine because it started my ninth year here i am as a teacher yeah but then yeah man i think I think that itself can be a full episode, and we definitely will do that, right? Because we're going to, like I said, we're going to talk about elementary school, mm-hmm. middle school, high school, college, and then professional, which that was the second part of the question, right? It's professional world. Um, challenges, I think. What was the question again? She, uh, she asked, like, uh, any issues at work or so, through school or paying for school? Yeah, so I guess I'll, I'll just answer the issues on the work one for now. Um, the issues that you see is a cultural thing, right? Yeah, um, and I don't know about how it is in the teaching world, but in the engineering it's the same world, thing. It's professional world. Well, the thing is, in my mind, growing up, you're like they they instill this mindset of if somebody gives you an opportunity, you don't you don't turn your back on them. Yeah, that is true. And so, in my mind, my first job I had with my engineering firm, I was there seven four or five years. That in my mind, I was like, well, I'm never leaving. This is going to be my company. You know, I'm a retired type mentality. But come to find out, I start talking to people and they're like, oh, yeah, you, you move 
where the money goes. Correct. You always. You a firm like no other. And I was like, well, that's not loyal. Loyalty is the word I was looking for. People are like, oh, loyal to Hispanic. Better. You're loyal to your family. You're loyal to your friends. You know, you don't turn your back on them. Hell yeah. So that's why I was like, well, I'm never turning my back on this company that gave me an opportunity, which is actually a pretty funny story that I'll save for later for that episode, how I got that job and that internship. So. I'm, I'm going to pause you right there real quick, and I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to hit you up with a follow-up question. Like, Going into that, uh, your first job, I guess your first internship, because um, this is one of those, those feedback things, like, were you prepared and informed, or was it like one of those just like, Dude, fucking so, uh, like. <laughs> so I'm a, long story short, right? Um, I started at college my first year. I got invited to this event, um, and it was business casual. Mm -hmm. If anybody knows me, and for those of you that don't know me, I take I've taken casual to the max. I, I'm the guy that shows up to the mall in a t-shirt, shorts, basketball shorts, and sandals, right? Correct. Um, and sure enough, I don't know what the hell business casual is. And so I text my oldest brother, Christian, because Christian always dressed nice, right? Yeah, he, he like, did. He always had his nice little Tommy Hilfiger all ironed out with his fucking blue jeans, um, put starch on them and the polo boots. Fucking so, walking I, like he had a wedgie and shit. <laughs> so I texted him, I was like, dude, what's business casual? I'm going to, I got invited to this cool professional event. He's like, oh, yeah, just wear a polo and jeans and nice shoes. And my nice shoes at that point were uh, Adidas classic. Dang, fucking boss, <laughs> nigga. So I was like, all right, cool. So I show up, right? I'm, I'm like, I'm feeling all clean. I've got my nice little polo, my jeans, and my fucking classics on. I fucking open the doors, and I have people dressed in long sleeve shirts with slacks and dress-up shoes. And I'm like, fuck, what am I doing? Um... But to the where I'm at now, that I'm like, I'm actually in a situation where I can help people out. Um, surprisingly, believe it or not, I was actually a recruiter, so I, I, I can help see. people out with their resumes and kind of. What they send you as a recruiter? What what schools do they send you out to? I was at uh, University of Texas in Austin. Um, I was out in Purdue, and weren't you at like a Duke or something like that? Uh, that was for work. I just, oh, that was for I work. Ended oh, okay. Up with Duke back and looking for Panda Express. Oh, that's that's kind of weird. At least it wasn't like drugs. <laughs> yeah, and so then, um, long story short, I started there, and then I ended up my junior year talking my way into an internship when they weren't even interviewing, and it was at a random event. So that kind of gives you an idea of how fast and how well, like, I guess, develop professionally. Is that right? Yeah, or you adapted maybe even because you know right. we we grew up in the in the mind frame. You know, our our parents, uh, our mom, uh, she worked the restaurant business you know or the fast food business and our dad worked um the fucking uh roofing slash uh welding thing yeah so we were never taught like how to behave in a professional setting you know all we knew all we knew was fucking blue collar that's it dude yeah, exactly. blue collar like you know you go work you bust your ass and then every friday you get a paycheck well, actually nowadays they were two fridays huh but that's that's what we knew. We 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 weren't prepared for this professional world. You know, our ethics, our values were like, hey, uh, you wake up, you know, you go to work, you bust your ass, you make money, and you provide for your family. And then, um, so once you get into the real world or the professional world, dude, like those things are out the window. Like they don't really apply. Yeah. Like I remember feeling guilty for not going to work sometimes because I needed uh, like a brain break. And then some people were like, I talked to them like, hey, do you ever feel guilty for like missing work? They're like, oh, no, it's needed. Mm -hmm. I'm like, oh, damn, like, like our parents fucking they they busted they their ass. Work. 
and they still work work no, you I, know i remember when dad got unemployed it was in 2009 2010 it was el mundial so it was 2020 2010 por ahí 2010 okay. i remember he, he he got eager he got anxious because he had never not worked in his life mm -hmm. right? so he was just like what the fuck do i do with all this time i'm pretty sure a lot of our parents are like that you know a lot of uh you guys' parents, you know, they, they're they're pretty used to just working, 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 providing for the family, you know, trying to make a living. And then all of a sudden, that's taken away from you. You're like, well, what the hell do I do? Yeah. You so know? What about you then? What is, I guess, because always the engineering world is one world and then teacher world, I would think it's different, right? It's it's sure. different. I remember, I still remember, like, my first time, like, I used to drink a lot. I, I, I cut down even though you see all this you stuff. Too? I used to weigh. And then uh, the 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 one advice my mom gave me, she was like, "Hey, you should stop drinking. You know, you're gonna go into this professional setting, and all these people are professional, and here you're gonna be drinking and whatnot." And I was like, "All right, you know what? You have a point." So I show up to work. You know, first week it's uh, training, si told pedo, and then Friday comes around, and they're like, "Hey, let's go to choir practice." I'm like, "Choir practice? Like, man, I fucking suck at singing." And they're like, no, choir printing is like going to the bar and drinking. I was like, oh, well, I thought you guys were professionals. And it turns out, like, I think they drank more than I did. I was like, oh, good Lord. Like, I didn't feel out of place because I was good at drinking, but <laughs> it was just weird. Like, I, I, yeah, I held these people, like, to a higher concept, and here they are fucking outdoing me. So, of course, you know, like a good Mexican, I was like, fuck that. They're not going to outdo me. So we drank like champs. Yes, porcito mi hígado. Um, but yeah, and then she also she she suggested some topics that um, you know, and, and it, it kind of goes along with the conversation we were having with our parents earlier. Um, I think it was the colorism and racism amongst Hispanics. Yes, along those lines. That I think that itself would be a great topic to talk about and talk about our experiences talk about our parents experiences and how they dealt with it i think like our parents experiences all. is is how we developed professionally actually if you stop and think about it like their experiences and what they went through um that's how they molded us you know i think that's how they molded us by like going through some that's shit true. I, like I, I think I think we can cover that, and that's that kind of kind of goes along with today. Pinche vato todo is not, next topic. I'm not trying. No, I'm saying we'll cover it right now. That's part of our episode for today, right? Um, but I think the last shout out we we want to make is to, and I guess we also want to celebrate successes, right? Yes. I've never met anybody who was called a doctor for doing their PhD unless you went to a clinic. Right. Which as a Hispanic you really go to unless you're about to die. And even then you Unless you have an S T D or AIDS, brah. Unless not is you got COVID. You got COVID? Fuck you're right. Um, Somebody but don't. um but yeah so this dude I've known him since day one of college and since day one that dude was nerdy as fuck. He that, still is though. That the day he decided to go out to sixty for the first time I'm pretty sure he will tell his kids about it, and I'm proud of it that I got him drunk, and I got stories of him and with him that I will take to the grave, and I will only talk to him about. Um, yeah, that sounds fucking crucial. Street are good stories, and you were actually part of those. Was it my 21st birthday, 2021st birthday? Cause I think it was there. 21st, yeah. Um, that's when this dude, you know, he he was like, you were like, who the fuck is this guy? He's a nerdy-ass-looking dude. 
Asian looking dude. Um, but he's actually from Monterrey. He his name is Raul Tenorio. He just finished his fucking PhD. He started at ass, the University bro. of Illinois Champaign. He got some, some prestigious awards to go do this uh, water wastewater treatment. Um, yeah, I remember him talking about that shit whenever yeah. he like it got and enrolled to his, to his defense, dude, doctor. I had no fucking idea what he was talking about, but I was so happy to see that dude up there talking about it. And eight years, right? Two thousand eight. Fourteen, twelve years, dude. Twelve Damn. years of hard work that this dude finally got his PhD. So uh, salute to Doctor Raúl Tenorio. Um, shout out to him, man. Y'all, you know, it's Hispanics don't usually celebrate Hispanics, so why not start now, right? Why not be, why not start a trend, you know? Hell yeah, I mean, especially like not on those Raul Tenorio. We uh, we <laughs> baptized him as Raulito, and then little pocket, little pockets. Yeah. He has a fucking like a baby gap shirt and had a little ass pocket. Literally, when we say little yeah. pocket, literally means little pocket. Yeah. Um, uh, we had a great a great time with him. I remember that shit. I think he was hung over like two, three days, yeah, dude. I'm saying, like, it's funny because I actually knew him better from drinking days than his own family did. That whenever he invited me once to his family gatherings and I got him a tequila shot, they were all like... Like he doesn't drink. Yeah. yeah, and so then once they saw him take it, they were like... Wait, how do you guys know each other? And then they found out that we went to college together. And then I started sharing a little bit of stories, right? I didn't get the full details, but our drinking days and back when we were young. And they were like, oh, shit. And so the next thing you know, I texted him the next day. And it ended up being that his family started getting more shots. And they figured out that Raul wasn't the role that they know, right? Um, but regardless, none, none you of fucking bad uh, <laughs> role model. Props to him, man. Uh, props to him. Yeah. It is big pros, bro. Cause even even like your master's way, like fuck. Dude, I know some coworkers that are going through it, and shout out to them for actually going through it. And I'm like, you know what, man? Kudos to y'all, cause I can't do it. I can't do no no masters. Like the way I look at it is like, oh, I'm getting paid with a bachelor's. Why the hell am I gonna get a master's? Yeah. So that's what it is. But hey, shout out to Raulito. What what's his field again? It's like algo con el agua, no? Wastewater management. Wastewater management. So the 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 water y'all pee and poop in, so, uh, and he recycles it. Pinche vato, güey. No sé qué está el COVID, güey. Le están metiendo la mano así, güey. Pinche vato, güey. Cool thing about him, though, he's from Spring Branch. Believe it or not, in Springwood High School, I think he actually little five foot six midget played linebacker at Springwood Middle School. If you saw him, you'd be like, "Oh, damn!" Spring was not the biggest. It's not. Sport, yeah, it's not a football sport. It's a whole beast. It's a whole beast. Um, I think I think that kind of won we'll the shoutouts there. Um, you know, like I said, keep on providing feedback. Keep on providing questions. Yeah, hell yeah, please do. Um, I mean, it, it benefits us. Yeah. It benefits y'all. Right. We provide better content with this shit. You know, so if you have any any feedback, good or bad, you know, constructive or destructive. You share it with us, we'll find a way to make it work, you know? Yeah. Um, I think that kind of brings us to today's episode, right? And that's what I was saying. We'll save that for today's topic. Uh, today's topic, we're going down to the roots. Literally the roots. Yeah. Um, we sat down and we had a conversation with the parents and talking to them about why they came to the U.S. Hell yeah, that was a good conversation. I wish I could have recorded the whole thing. Dude, I, but no. I was too busy eating, and then by the time I realized, I was like, oh, fuck, it's too late. I'm not going to lie. The cool thing about all this, I guess, effort we're putting into this is having these conversations and getting people's inputs and thoughts that we normally wouldn't 
do unless we're drunk. Correct. Um, unfortunately, as Mexicans, only we only talk real when we're drunk because we know we don't we won't remember the next day, right? Um, but it's necessary. So I think so. Today's episode we're gonna call it. Um, was it? Dame tu, dame la bendición. And so for I don't know about anybody else, but for our parents, it was um, every time they would go to Mexico, they would go visit my grandparents. Mm -hmm. The last thing they would ask for before they came back was for their bendición, right? The, the blessing. Uh, the blessing. blessing. Get them blessed, making sure God, God protects them and gets them home safe, home. And it, it was mostly free. like them, like thinking, like you know what. What if, uh, you know, we're too far away, we're too busy to work, and, you know, one day out of the blue, you pass away, at least I have your blessing. So that's where that comes from. Yeah. It, it, it really wasn't more, like, about the travel. It was more like, hey, you know what, I'm, I'm going back to the U.S., and I have to bust my ass and working. So if you pass away while I'm working, you know, uh, now I have your blessing and whatnot. That's very true. And I guess it kind of goes to show how much lack of culture I have, personally. Um, but I'm trying to get back into it and actually be proud of that shit. It is, uh, man. It's, know, it's a whole it's different hard, ball game. It's hard to, to be proud of your culture whenever you get instilled into this this country and this 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 way of thinking and this way of life. That is just like why why should I be embarrassed, right? Why should I why should I have to present myself as Gennaro Martinez? Why the fuck can I just say my name is fucking Genaro Martinez? Yo. You know, my parents are for fucking Apatla Guerrero. De un pueblito ya, no cierto. Yeah, and then people are like, oh, you're from Guerrero. That's like narco shit. Yeah. Type shit. I'm like, well, yeah. Well, at least they know that shit. Like, right, me, exactly. me yeah. when, yeah, uh, yeah, when they ask me, like, where you from? I got to say, like, oh, it's like this little town, like, close to Acapulco. Mm -hmm. And they got it. Now they have some kind of reference to that. Oh, it's nice out there. Uh, and they're like, yeah, it's nice out there. I'm like, yeah, I wish I could take you to where they're from, you know, because yeah. it's a beautiful way of life. But the getting there and the coming out is it's where you actually like run the biggest risk. But once you're in there, that believe me, it's like you go back down to the roots. Like people still like, como se dice sembrar? La gente todavía siembra la comida y se la come y todo ese pedo. So I think, I think to me it's cool. They're pretty farmers, right? Yeah, they're uh, farmers. They're just a farming yeah, community. And kind of to put things into perspective, right? Um, your wife the other day was telling us how kids and their headphones and, you know, that's kind of yeah. a trend right now. And over there, the headphones that are still in style are the wired headphones. And we're, I was like, what? You know, I wish kids here would be okay with that nowadays. Over the head wired headphones. And nowadays, I was like, I wish kids here would be okay with that. Now they want the AirPods, the wireless, Bluetooth stuff, the Beats, and whatnot. Hell yeah. And she was just like, what the hell? I was like, that's how far technology is advanced over there. And I'm like, yeah. Um, but, I mean, it's nothing. I guess it kind of goes, there's nothing wrong with it. But it kind of goes to show you how fast-paced life is here. Como tú le pusiste el cover aquí al hielo, yo también, güey. Hey, pero dicen que el alcohol mata todo. Technical difficulties. I never actually talked with them uh, about this. They would talk, mention things here and there, a little glimpse of what it was like. Um, but my, my so funny story is as we were talking to them. We actually found out that they actually dated 
back in middle school. Back in what we consider uh, middle well, school, yeah. Middle school, yeah. La secundaria. La secundaria. Um, and I think, if I'm, correct me if I'm wrong, but I think mom, dad was from a quote-unquote wealthy family compared yeah. to what mom was, right? Well, he was a little bit, he had a little bit more money because grandpa, my dad's side, used to come to California to work. Uh, Piscara, no? ¿Cómo se dice? Piscara. So they used to get like, uh, they were hired out, you know? Contractors. Yeah, they were hard. They were hired out to come work in the fucking fields. You know, I think we call them today, uh, what are these people called? Essential workers? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah very <laughs> essential. Uh, extremely essential. Thinks, but they are very fucking essential. Yeah, if you don't believe me, go go stand out there, go do their job, see yeah. how essential they are. Um, that's a fucking labor-intensive job. And that's one of the things I wanted to talk about uh, right now is like, you know, a lot of the people, like, they get here and they want to work in McDonald's, you know? And for the longest time, I, I never understood why why McDonald's, you know, like, or why, why a fast food restaurant? And when I started going to Mexico, man, I started realizing why, like, why, why they actually want to come over here and work to a McDonald's or a Wendy's, a Burger King, a Jack and Crack, you know, stuff like that. And the reason behind it is fairly simple to understand. Like these people, they work the fields, right? From sun up to sundown, you know, the fucking, yeah, yeah. that is a hard job. Most of them are bent over most of the time, you know, like digging and whatnot. Not and what was that? I'm not gonna lie, I, I feel like a little bitch when I mow the lawn. Yeah, from dude. 12 to 2. And I'm just, I'm just there two hours. That I don't even finish it. I'm like, fuck this. I'll finish it tomorrow morning. Then I don't oh, yeah. Yeah, so these people do. They, they bust their ass like that, just fucking tanging the fields, you know? They get a little meal like around 12 ish, 11 ish, you know, and they get a chance to chill. So they do this and they earn about the equivalent of about $10 per week. Per week. So that means All like right. A dollar and change. A day. Like about $2.50 a day, but I, you know, $2 a day. Jeez. And then, so they get here and they get a chance to go work at a McDonald's that's paying them like, what's 725 minimum, minimum wage. They're working in the AC, bro. It's not labor intensive. Yeah, yeah, you know, it's super. You're in the glory. For them, it's cake. And, you know, yeah. and, and, you know, you finally understand why they want to do that. And then, you know, the ones who want to succeed, they little by little, they, they'll, uh, get out of that routine and then they, they go into, I guess, the construction or, or things of that nature, you know, where they can make more money because they, they already bust their ass. So they're like, you know what, if, if I already know how to work like this, might as well get paid more for it. You know, and then to me, I think it's pretty cool. Like it is, man. And it is because even, uh, our parents were talking about that, right? Um, mm -hmm. so mom came, her first time was in 84. 84 and then dad's first time was in 85 right correct um and so mom was talking about how she started working as a buzz girl at la vaca back bay la vaca but some little bay or something um and how it used to be on highway six and memorial, memorial area. area i mean how it looked back then and how it looks now i have no clue so oh nine day i basically i bet you it was less flooded yeah i bet you it was less wealthy uh i don't know it sounds wealthy to me I remember anything past Bell Wade at that point was you were in the suburbs. That is true. And I wasn't born back then, but I'm pretty sure if I looked up at a picture, it would look like suburbs. Dude, I still remember when uh, Sam's was on Highway 6 and I-10. And like from yeah. where we live and coming out here, it was like a fucking... It felt like forever. Like a field trip. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so it was pretty crazy or cool. Crazy yeah. cool at the same time hearing mom talk about this, how 
her struggles. And why her struggle. Right. Um, you know, learning the language, learning... The culture. The culture, learning how to adapt, right? I'm pretty sure something that a lot of y'all's parents, you know, they, they probably never talked to y'all about, but it's sort of about the same thing, you know? Uh, you know what? And this, I, I would highly recommend for you guys to, to take advantage of the time and talk to them. Fuck a, while yeah. their memory is still good, B, while they're still healthy, and C, just to fucking relive those moments and teach you to appreciate life, value life, and kind of bring you back to your fucking feet. Life here makes you literally feel like you're walking on clouds. No, dude, and now, now you think about it, you know, like you brought that topic up, like getting a chance to talk to him. I actually got a chance to talk to uh, my grandpa who passed away last week. May he rest in peace. And dude, he had a great ass memory of like his life as a worker and where he used to work at, oh. you know, and shit like that. And I thought I was like, man, that's so cool. Like, I want to get a, a, a something recorded and animated. That'd be so cool. And then, unfortunately, you know, I gave it too much time and he passed away. And I didn't get his uh, his memoir. Is that what yeah. it's called? About that stuff, but. If you take have advantage. a chance, yeah, might as well take advantage, Don't especially your grandparents. It, do it. Um, look at us, for example. We we thought about this podcast and we're like, fuck it, we'll do it. We're figuring out as long as we go. But with your help, um, we, we're going there. So, but um, you know, so it was funny, right? Because so mom came eighty four, dad came eighty five. Well, mom came eighty four and then went back. Went back, came back in eighty five. And, and the then, reason behind behind her coming back was because. The money she sent over was right. no longer in existence. Right, but the reason why she came the first time was because she wanted to make money to provide Correct. a better opportunity for our oldest brother Christian. Right. Um, so it, it was. It was to them. It was a no brainer. It was a no brainer to just fucking pack a bag. Not even pack a bags. It was just pack a fucking bag. Pack something. Go up north. Fucking I don't know how many miles. Whatever the fuck it is. This is about like 1,500, 2,000 um, miles. On a drive nowadays, you're probably talking about 24 hours. Not even. It's about like 16 or 18 hours. Have you driven it? No, we no, put a... Don't fucking correct me. But... Wey, púchale en pinche ahí en el Google, güey. Vas a ver, güey. Búscalo en el Google. De aquí, güey. You gotta factor in. It depends. If, you, if you're driving and if you're on fucking uh, el, el pinche... ¿Cómo se llama? El, el autobús, güey. Well, yeah, but I'm talking about driving, driving. I'm not nah, nah, player. Bus. No, no bus. Like manejando. Yeah, Chingón, güey. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like you got the need. That used to knock it out in 24 hours. The need for speed, player. Right now, it's telling me it would take me 23 hours and 53 minutes. But who goes the speed limit, playboy? Nobody. Yeah, I'm just saying. But regardless. Nobody goes the speed limit. Everybody I'm always goes like that. 10 miles out. Like, arriba, güey. It's 1,798 kilometers. Oh, see, I called it. No, it's la madre. Miles that is. La madre, we know. Pues. And I'm an engineer, right? But fuck Ponle ahí en el Google, like, kilometers to uh, miles. Alright, I will. But okay. anyways, to fucking pack up your bags. And go into the unknown. Literally, the unknown. Uh, to a country that you've never been to. You don't know the language. You don't know the culture. You don't know shit. And you have no fucking money. No money whatsoever. Do you get the courage to do that? So you're talking about 1,100 miles, by the way. Y valió queso, no me sé la pinche matemática. You know how it, it's kind of it's kind of interesting, right? Because 
mom said her mentality was I need to do whatever I need to do for Christian to have a better life mm-hmm. to send him money to have food because what she was saying is her grandma and her family didn't have food to eat and which is the case for a lot of families yeah grandpa from mom's side was a farmer right so you know to make ends yeah. meet he barely made things and made, uh, made and you got to eat what they grow, you right. know, so if corn is in season, believe me, you're going to grow corn for a while. Mm-hmm. It's not like here. You're like, man, you know what? Fuck corn. I don't want corn. Let me go get some McDonald's. Hell no. It don't work like that over there, especially because food is expensive. So whatever they, they grow, that's what you're going to grow. Yeah. And then, and then we talked to dad, right? Same thing. Dad was just like, you know, I just have family members that came from up north and I just like how they were dressed nice. They had the clothes and mm-hmm. style. And, uh, Actually, you like named the stereo like those big old stereos. The old school ones. I mean, if you the ones like were in shelves. Yeah, exactly. With speakers, he told Pedro, and then I, I remember we used to get our ads beat for touching. Yeah, people. but his motivation was to come to the states to buy grandma one. Yeah, to buy his mom one. Yeah, it, right. So it's kind of it kind of puts into perspective what the reason was. But needless to say, they both came here to strive for a. A, a better opportunity they were just looking for one chance i'm pretty sure they weren't planning a family and then like you know when you pull out game is weak bruh that's well, it you gotta remember they were 20 years old when they came for real I mean, like came came you when you were 20 years old fuck i was probably like u of h doing something stupid still living at home uh-huh. dude i moved out when i was 18 when i moved to austin i never told anybody this I felt like a little bitch that first, like, two months. Of course. I was like, dude, fuck that. I, I cannot wait for Friday to come around. I already had my bag in the car. So, literally, as soon as class ended, fucking took the bus to the car, straight to Houston. Yeah. Damn, two hours. I was like, ah, oh, this feels good. Had to leave Sunday night. I felt like a little bitch again. I was like, fuck, here I go again. You know, and that was only two hours. What was that, like, 120 miles? The top? Fuck yeah. 130? And I was like, damn. And then to sit back and think that these two people literally left their home, their country, to come into a whole new world. And it ba- that's what it is, basically a whole new world, you know, because it's like you called it a while ago, it's, uh, it's culture, it's a way of life, it's uh, the language, even the food, bro, the food. Yeah. Because they still eat some food from over there. When they go back, I'm like, oh, I don't, mm-hmm. I don't know about all that. Mm-hmm. Like, I want some McDonald's or something yeah, like that. Yeah. And, what a burger. You know, what, what, what caught my interest or caught my attention was when I asked them, were you guys ever scared? And they both literally said, no. They were like, we, we at the moment we had an instant regret when we got to Monterrey and you just saw flat land and you were like, oh fuck, this is getting real. I should probably go back. Um, but besides that, they never, they never had fear. And I was just like, how? how I don't know, man. Like, how, fear, even like collegiate kids who leave their their home, you know, dude. they have fear. Like you were talking about, like there's there's that that fear. Like you're leaving what you know, you know, you're gonna do everything by yourself now, and you know the language. Right. So I mean, I, to me, that's kind of like, well, like in my mind, I'm like, how the fuck does that make sense? Why would you even make that fucking choice to begin with? Granted, there was no kid. I guess. Mom had, how mom had, she had kids, one, right? yeah. Um, but dad was like, no kids. He was just, what, 20 years old, living life. And when I say living life, the dude was living life. He, he was yeah. a ball player. Um, 
Besides that. Literally, he was a basketball player. Um, yes. You know, he was living life. And actually, what he did say was he had one goal in mind when he was in Mexico, and his goal was to get to one of the premier physical education schools in Mexico. School, yeah, time. in Michoacan. Um, and when he didn't get accepted, he was like, well, fuck it. I guess I got nothing to do here, so let me go to the States. And so let me go of, get a fucking badass stereo for my mom. Yeah, exactly, right? Let me go bust my ass. I don't know what the fuck I'm going to do, but I'm going to get my own that stereo. What would be the equivalent of that right now? Like, let me go get a fucking uh, curved TV or something like that. I don't know. I don't like. Let me get la mamalona acá. Nah, wait, no mames. No, I'm chingo de mamalones allá en el sur. I think it's hard to know because there's so many shit nowadays. Because that... nowadays you get like those fucking like pinches bocinitas and they play music pretty damn well. Yeah, that shit goes hard. Like, you don't need all that stuff now. Like, everything's fucking digitalized, you know? Mm-hmm. So what would be the equivalent to all that? If you know, leave it in the comments. All right. Yeah, please. So where were we? I'm sorry. I just cut you off like that. Um, man, just talking about how they weren't scared. Like, I mean, I don't know about you. I'm pretty sure they were scared, man. There, there was a point in, in 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 their time coming over here. They were like, oh, fuck. Like, and maybe I want to go back home. You're probably right. And I guess thinking about things, how I guess they raised us. We never knew when they were scared. So that they is true. figured out a way to hide it. They were pretty damn good at that, um, too. Even for Christmas they gifts. They made fucking decisions. We didn't know. And we lived a good life, right? We didn't have, we didn't have the richest life. We didn't have the poorest life. But we lived a good life as a childhood that we didn't know what the fuck they sacrificed for the, us to have that moment. And like having Jordans on our feet. I know I said yeah. that last time, but we really had Jordans on our feet like growing up until like maybe middle school. Cuando compraron la casa, cuando bought the house over here in uh, in Attics, I guess I'm gonna come say yeah, Attics. Attics and fair. You know, and other than that, shit, we had a fucking but you know, a it's, great funny, line. it's funny that you say the Jordans now, right? Because now that I think about it, what caught Dad's eye to come to the states, or as they call it, para irme para el norte, was the fact that he saw family members with the clothes style yeah that's and what so it is i wonder if maybe that was one of the things that he wanted us to have because he did i guess he had it partially before he had kids and once he had us he was like well fuck it my kids are gonna have some sort of style yeah. which to this day, i still don't I, I think you like as any parent you know you grow up and you're like you know what i want my kids to have this and this no. but it, maybe how can i say them coming over here the vanity was the priority you know like you know like i want my kids to look Nice, like, like yeah they were presentable you. like like i've busted my ass and now like us growing up we're like man fuck this like these kids are gonna outgrow this in a month or but two that's because we were raised here though and our but, but changes, yes right? our mentality changes because like our parents were raised here and now they know like hey you know what these kids are gonna outgrow it like there's no point to spend a hundred dollars on a pair of tennis shoes when in like number one they're gonna uh scratch them up and get them dirty to school and then number two like in a couple of months, they're going to outgrow and you're going to buy them another pair of shoes. Mm-hmm. Whether it's shoes or clothes, you know, like you learn that real quick. So you learn to, to uh, put a value in the number two materialistic stuff. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to fucking spend a hundred bucks on shoes that you're going to outgrow in a month. I'm going to buy you fucking clearance shoes, $20, $30 shoes. You're going to wear them bitches out so you can't no more. Once your fucking foot settles down, I'll buy you some nice shoes. Yeah, once you actually make your own money, you can go buy your own shoes. That too. That's, that's not really. Yeah, you know, that's part of that. You're like, you know what? I haven't bought my kid a good pair of shoes. Let me buy him a good pair of shoes. Yeah, that's true. Especially when they go, go into school, you know, because I'm pretty sure you remember going into like 
middle school, like when you're a little older and you have, you see all the kids like dressing nice, you throw the pants on, you're like, fuck, I want some of that, you know? You know, I still remember, um, like some of my friends, like Tony, Jose, and even like other uh, middle school and high school friends, they, they would always rock the case with the newest case with yeah. the, the, oh, the fat farm. Um, and I was like, man, I want some of them hoes, but you know, if I came and talked to mom and dad about it, they'd be like, what's wrong with yours? Oh, of course. And I was like, there's nothing wrong with them, but everybody has them. But they didn't get that right because it was the culture thing. Like, correct. They to them they're like your shoes are fine. You like got, you got nice you got shoes on your fucking yeah, feet. Exactly. That's it. Like it's all you need, so bro. Why why are you asking for more? And I was like, because I want to fucking fit in. I don't want to be the fucking outcast. And that, I guess that's the way we grew up. And then our kids were looking at them, you know. And you, and you start to think about it. You're like, so am I gonna make my kid, you know, like be simple or am I going to make them fit in? You know, it's things like this is you start thinking like as you get older and you're like, damn, that's expensive. Yeah, it is. But I think, and it's just my, my opinion, right? Is if you want to look nice, you got to work hard for it. Yeah. And so if you, if you're willing to work hard for it, I'll reward you by buying you something, the nice shoes, the Jordan. I, the, I, I think it's a great, uh, that's a great way to like, teach your kid values you know like hey bust your ass man and i got you bro like do good things and i got you you know well shit, i remember mom and dad with me right and um this was in high school college type thing ones that mom was like because mom my mom would always say Tú eras el más pendejito y no sé cómo yeah right she always thought i was like it is what it is i mean i one way or another uh, but she always thought I was the dumbest one, so to the day she's still surprised that I'm a fucking engineer, which I don't even know how the fuck I'm And that you have a family, Wayne. Yeah, that's true. I don't know how And that your kids are still alive. That's how you know my pull-out game's weak. Hey! Two kids in two years. Don't try it at home. Es que se puso magnum si sabía que no cabían, güey. Um, fuck, I lost my train of thought. <laughs> <laughs> but, where was I at? I think we're going to have to rewind this thing. I don't know. No, I think we'll leave it on there. Um, but that's what I, mom always, that's, that's what I was getting at. Mom always challenged me to get better grades, to stay at a certain grade level. And her reward to me was, okay, you get those grades, I'll buy you that phone. Yeah. I'll buy you those shoes you want. Um, and then the, the, I guess you can say the granddaddy of them all, right, was whenever... I guess I started finding colleges and whatnot. She was like, look, you finish in, in the top 10 or top five, whatever the fuck it was, mm -hmm. and you go to a nice prestigious school, which to them was obviously the big ones, right? Here known in Texas, yeah. University of Texas. Houston, uh, A&M, &M, you know, Rice, Baylor. Right, exactly. And so I actually Basically, had, the ones you see on Saturdays playing football. Yeah, mine is Rice, but... Um, I, they well, they were say, all right. They, that, that was their challenge. They were, they flat out said, get into one of those schools and we'll buy you any car you want, which ended up being a lie. But I still ended up getting a new car regardless. Hell yeah. Um, and what surprised, what surprised my mom to this day was that I actually had a chance to go to Rice. Didn't you have like a, like a choice between Rice and, and UT? Uh, UT? University of Texas. And um, needless to say, University of Texas at that point, I don't know what it is now, right? But they had a better civil engineering program than Rice did. And so that's how I ended up in Austin. But to think that 
I actually had a chance to go to fucking prestigious school, private school here in Houston. It's pretty fucking crazy. I never thought about it until now. Yeah.